Balotelli, Aguero! Hello everyone, welcome to the very first episode of the 9320 group podcast. I'm Alex, one of the admins, and we have here uh, almost the whole group of our admins. So, here is Neil. Hello, Neil. Hi, Alex. Hello, Andy, the father of this group. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Good evening. We've also got Mike, the wolf. Hi, guys and gals. And we've got Anne-Marie, the Morris fan. Good evening. Good, good. So, <laughs> so this week we had a big game, a fantastic performance by all of our squad against West Bromwich Albion. 5-0, we talked about in the post-match Zoom meeting. So, do, do you guys want to, uh, you know, give any more comments on that? Um, Andy, let's start with you. Yeah, I, ju I just thought we laid a mark down for for the title running. You know, after after a lot of clubs of like United, Liverpool, etc., and even Spurs, you know, the spluttering. You know, I thought we took we took the, we took it by the scruff of the neck, and we, we laid a mark down where it's like you you come and catch us now because we're playing really good football. We scored in plenty plenty of goals, so we're getting back to a little bit how how, how we know we can play. Yes, I totally agree. I think some of the players that would always get plenty of stick last season, you know, like Cancelo, Gundogan, you know, they are now, I think, one of our most improved players this season. Would you agree, Mike? Uh, yeah, it's a bit like Jekyll. He was... Uh, there were a lot of fans who didn't like Jekyll. I could never figure out why. Um, he was so influential, um, and it, it, I, I see a lot of him in Gundogan, and uh, our players are coming to the forefront, and it, it, it is a joy to behold, particularly during this season, of all seasons. Mike, do you think like some City fans were split on Dzeko because although he scored a lot of goals, we know he scored a lot of important goals, but he seemed to score his goals in clusters rather than consistently. Yeah, he did. He, he got a lot of hat-tricks. I mean, what what did he score at Spurs for, was it, uh, at one time? And he did. He... he, he He's hard to pinpoint down, and, and there's talk of him coming back to the club, which I don't think is a good idea, um, because he's never played under Pep, and I don't. Think well, for, for the inf player. the information I've seen is uh, he's, he's touted, and his agents touted for him to come back, uh, but Pep isn't keen on it. So, I yeah, I, I, I think so. I think it's an I think it's a no, a no brainer. Um, and Marie, what's your thoughts on on a? a you know, a rumoured Jekko coming back? I think there are times when he's just the type of player we need up front. But for me, I would never have put myself down as, as a hater in the past, but it doesn't work hard enough. 
that's my biggest bugbear and that's the one thing with anybody who plays for City if they don't work hard enough it's not good enough for me in, in what way? well even if you watch Jesus at the minute not having the greatest time of it not scoring loads of goals but he never stops working he never stops running and trying to get positions whether that's back helping the defence or picking the ball up in midfield and I just, it's just not a part of Zeko's game yeah, but Jekyll, you won't want you won't that, he, he's, he's a Harry Kane basically I think it's interesting Amory when you, you mention Jesus because I think some of Jesus' problems is that he tries too hard and he works a bit too hard. And, and I, so to, to, to quantify what I'm saying there, he, he chases the ball when he's not in the goals and when he's lacking confidence, he'll, he'll end up in the centre circle. And sometimes you wish, wish he was a little bit more like Jekko and he'll just stay in the box and, and do his work in, in and around the box because that's where the goals are going to come. No, um, and I'd agree, I agree Neil. That's it. That yeah, that's that's exactly where you want a Jekko. Yeah, and I think it's where, where where we want Jesus, and I think it's great how hard Jesus works, but he needs to be working hard in the right areas of the pitch, and I think chasing all the way back into his own half is not necessarily the place where we want him, and I, I think he tends to do that more more when he's not scoring. But I also think there's, there's, it's similar to Jekko in the fact that he gets his goals in in, in bursts. So when he's when he's in the goals and he's scoring, he scores a lot, um, and he looks great. But then when he's not in the goals, he, he can he can go for for you know a dozen games without scoring, and that's when. Ab abso absolutely, Al Alex. Going but going back to the West Bromwich Albion game, uh, how how can you pinpoint that? Because like I said earlier, it just seems like we th we threw the challenge down, and how how do you think the the players will react? You know. City, you know, not just our players, but players from other clubs, seeing the way we we actually went about our business against West Brom, because Liverpool had been watching that, United had been watching that, all, all the other clubs, and I, I thought it was very, very impressive. I, what what do you think that other other clubs would have thought of our performance against West Brom? I think they perceive us as you know a serious threat. You know, we are now top of the table. And I'm really confident about winning the title this season. And this is probably what the, the rest of the clubs think as well, you know. Um, Liverpool, not as good as they were last season. Man United, yes, they were top of the table, but I think that was totally fake. Uh, <laughs> um, I just don't think that they have the quality. So we're clicking, you know. We are, we are in for, you know, really... Um, tight battle, but I think we'll we'll get through that eventually. Yeah, I, I agree with you about United being being top of the league. It's the, it's the equivalent of an elephant in a tree. You know, you know, it's not going to stay there. Um, not at all. But I, <laughs> I have to say one thing. You know, despite all of our, you know, despite this fantastic performance that we had recently, I, I still have some players that. I'm not sure they actually have a future at the club, and by this I mean, first of all, Ben Mendy, um, also Riyad Mahrez, unfortunately, and even Gabriel Jesus. So, guys, 
do you think that Gabby actually has a future at City? I'm not talking about replacing Aguero, so that's impossible, we know that. But is he, you know, good enough to be our main striker going forward? I think with a large, I, I think personally, once Aguero does go, I think Jesus has, got, has still got a, a good future with us. But I see him more feeding off, off a big striker, you know, rather than just the, the intricate passing and stuff like that. Yeah, we know he can dribble, we know he can score goals, but you want somebody like a uh, a, a Jekko structure. I think uh, Haaland will be a good addition because he's quite a tall lad. So I think some somebody who's... Who's working hard for him? I think they complement each other. I don't know what I don't know what you think, Neil. I, th I think he definitely has a future. Um, wh whether he'll be the main striker, I'm I'm not so sure. Um, I think he definitely has a role to play in the squad, um, and I think we need players like that. Um, I think it depends on on who we get to replace Aguero. You know, if if we go out and we get someone who's going to come in as the main striker which someone like Haaland would be if we were to get him, then um, then he'll, he'll, he'll keep the role that he's got now, Jesus, and he'll, he'll be a sort of a support striker and he'll rotate and, it, and he might get more games playing in, you know, out wide. Um, but if we, if we don't get a, a massive name, then, then they may share the, the striking roles equally. So I think it all depends on what happens with Aguero and who comes in to replace him. But I definitely see him staying around. To be fair, it's not necessarily a big name that has to come in because we 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 don't really buy big names, you know, apart from the yeah yeah Torre. But we seem to make make the players, you know, you know, for the past what ten years, you know, the look at the players what have come yeah. in, you know, what have not had huge reputations. He, uh, even when even when Aguero came in, he, he was he, he was he was a promising player, you know, and yeah, and, and he I just agree. so happened. I don't. What I don't think we're going to do though is if if we if we was to buy in Haaland for argument's sake at, at you know seventy five to hundred million pounds, he's going to be playing most games, um, and I and, and I think we had that with Aguero. So when Aguero came in, yeah, he wasn't one of the biggest names in Europe. He was he was still a young, promising striker with a, a big reputation, but because because of that reputation and the amount of money we paid for him, he was always going to be the main striker. Yeah, and I think we'd get um, that if he was to bring a Haaland in. Yeah, um, and Marie, do you think he'll bring? Do you think he'll bring us a, a striker in, or, or do you think? Hang on, playing without a striker, you know, um, it's 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 we've at, we're actually quite successful here now, and the opposition don't know who to pick up. Um, I think we have to bring in a striker. Um, I think while we're getting away with it a little bit at the minute, I know our performances have improved. But there are times when you see that ball being played across the box and there's nobody going in on it. So we definitely have to buy a striker. Um, going back to your point about Jesus maybe working better off somebody, why don't we give Delap a run of games and I see how that. that works? Could you try again? Um, I, I, I don't think Delap is ready for, for, that role, for that role at the moment. I agree. Um, you'd like you'd like to you'd like to see a Delap coming in and, and you know dipping in and out like like uh, Pep did with Foden. Uh, he's he's got a great future, but he's you know we we need to nurture these players rather than put a load of pressure on it. Mike, with with, with regards to strikers coming in, 
how do you think the opposition see us with with the way we we set up where they don't know who's playing up front if anybody's playing up front who to pick up it's actually been really really fun to watch city this this season because you don't have a clue where players are supposed to be I mean, Sterling is playing in the left, he's playing in the centre, he switches over to the right, and then he's back in midfield, and you get, you have no idea, you know? And it, it's, it, it is immense fun to watch this side and what they can do. And it, I appreciate that it, it's, it's, it's happened by circumstance. And not because they decided that's what they were going to do. And it's just fantastic. You know, and the goals have been spread around. Foden has come into his own because he's, you know, he, he's had uh, all the freedom in the world. And Pep Guardiola has given him the time and the space. Um, we definitely do need a striker. Don't get me wrong on that. And I do think Haaland will be the one we get in the summer. I do think we're going to spend about $100 million on him. And he will probably be worth it. I hope he will. But he... It, it's just been fun watching this side. Just slowly crawl the way back. I, I'd, I'd, I'd say of late it's been fun watching the side, but at the beginning of the season, you know, it wasn't. Uh, Alex, oh, no, what, what striker? Yeah. Alex, what striker would you like to see City buy in the summer? I think it's totally unrealistic. I always say Human Son from, from Spurs. I've always liked him, a phenomenal player, but there's no chance of him coming here, so. Um, I'm going to go with Haaland. Ha Haaland, because I know we've been, transfer rumours, Harry, the ones we've been linked with recently are Harry Kane, uh, Romelu Lukaku, uh, obviously Dzeko, but that, that, you know, if you bring a Dzeko in, that would be short term, whereas your Harry Kane's would be, and your Lukaku's would be, you know, long term. What, what would your thoughts be if Pep says, right, I'm putting a bid in for Romelu Lukaku, he's coming to City? You know, considering who he's played for before, how would you react to that? No chance. Just, just, I just can't see that happening. I, how, I don't know. How old no is chance. Lukaku? Um, twenty-eight. He's, he's, yeah, he's, 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 he's around that age bracket. Neil, Romelu Lukaku yeah. signs for City. What would your thoughts be on that? Uh, trepidation, I think. If if I had a, um, <laughs> if if I had a. A looking glass and I could see in the future and I could see that he bangs goals after goals for us I'd say snap him up just to rub rags noses into it um, I'd absolutely hate it Amari Romelu Lukaku joins City no thank you <laughs> Michael <laughs> yes or no oh, can I can I swear no swear? No, no, no no it's a family show um, um, I take I take okay, it that would be a no. Okay, then, uh, yes. <laughs> so so I'll, Alex, I'll come back. I'll come back to you because I know you won't swear, right? We're, yeah. We 
I swear in Serbian, does that count? <laughs> no, because we wouldn't understand it. <laughs> I, I think City's best signing of the summer would be Kevin De Bruyne. We need to win. I think it's important we just get his contract done and dusted. But I also think we need to secure Gundogan as well. Uh, because he's absolutely, he's always been one of my favourite players, and the way he's playing, is it's like he's took that mantle from wearing that number eight from Colin Bell. It's just like it seems like it, it means more to him because of of what's happened. And if he carries on playing like that, you know, my player of the season would be between him and Cancelo. Thoughts? Uh, yeah, um, I totally agree. But I have to bring one player up here, Ruben Diaz. Okay, it's his first season, he's already delivering results. Would you also consider him to be one of the best players of this season, if he continues, you know, playing like this? Absolutely. You know, he's, he's, he's come on leaps and bounds, as John Stones complimented him as much as he's complimenting John Stones. Either way, it's absolutely a fantastic partnership. And uh, with, with Cancelo at right back, I cannot see Kyle Walker getting in anytime soon. Oh, that's a good debate. Anne-Marie, do you think that Kyle Walker is losing his place? Oh, yeah, definitely. I think... Um, Cancelo offers so much more. I feel like he's better it, defensively as well. Uh, how, about, how about I throw this one out at you then? Kyle Walker, right back, and Cancelo, right wing. That means we don't play Mares. No, we'd put Mares in goal. <laughs> Neil, uh, what what signings would be important to you in in the summer? What signings? I, th I think we need a left back. I, I think there's still a lot of question marks over um, who's the long term left back. Uh, I think it's a real shame that Mendy's just not worked out, and I think the injuries have played a massive part. Um, I think we need something else in midfield. I, I think we're, we're probably a man light. Um, and then I think we need a striker. And they're, they're the three signings for me that I think we need to focus on. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree. So, so mo moving up, moving on to, to tomorrow's match against Sheffield United. Uh, how can you see that one going, Alex? Um, I don't think we will have any problems. You know, okay, they won against Man United, but. You know, that's Man United at the end of the day. Um, I think we'll be too good for them. I don't expect any problems. I also expect some big games from certain players. Hopefully Foden and, you know, Cancelo and Gundogan. Um, I have to say one thing. You know, one of my main takeaways from the West Brom game was switching Laporte to the left-back position and moving Zinchenko into midfield. I think that's... That's really important because Zichenko, you know, he's never been that good. He's never been phenomenal at that left back position, and Laporte is just too is just too good to be on the bench. What do you think, Andy? We could go we could go to a back three, although you know Pep did move Zinchenko into his his natural position in midfield. Uh, I, I I'll give you my predicted lineup for for tomorrow. I would 
well, it's not that I'd go with it. I can see him playing Edison, uh, Cancelo at right back. I can see him starting Mende, Stones and Diaz. That seems pretty much, pardon the pun, set in stone. And I also think he'll go with Foden, Gundogan, Rodri, Mares on the right with Sterling and Jesus up front. Um, it seems like Aguero's not a million miles off. I can't, even once he comes back from Covid, um, I think he'll be quickly up up to speed anyway because I don't think he's been poorly with it. It's just a case of him getting the uh, the green light. So I think that, that would so be a lineup. Kyle Walker against his boyhood club. No, no sentiment in football because, um, but if hopefully we'll get into a comfortable position where you know Cancelo can come off and then Walker can bed himself in because he's had he's had a few games out, um, so I, I can see him going for a, a solid a solid start tomorrow. Mike, who, who would you start with tomorrow? Let's go to Neil. Neil, who would you start with tomorrow? Uh, I'd probably start with the team that you named, but with Bernardo instead of Mares. I'd, I'd agree. The only, the only change from what you've said. Yeah, I, I, w I would go with that. I, I can just see him playing Mares tomorrow. You know what? Uh, out, out on the right. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I, I yeah. can see it, but I'd, I'd rather have Bernardo out there. Yeah, he seems to be coming into his own a little bit now. He seems to be finding that li little bit of form. Does, uh, yeah, and, and, and I think he's, he's struggled for form for, for well over 12 months, and I think it's great to see him to see him back. And, uh, and Marie, what, what, who would you go with tomorrow? Obviously, you wouldn't start with Mares because you're not his no, biggest I'm, fan. I'd but go with Egg, I'd go with Egg, with the same team as, as Neil. And for me, Bernardo's coming back into his own because he's getting picked more regularly. And it's his for, for me, and that's his, his best position. position. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. He, he, loves, he loves playing on the right and, and drifting in on his left because he scores yeah. some fantastic goals on his, on his left. Mike, have you have you rejoined us? He's probably fell in the beer fridge. Uh, <laughs> so, talking about Sheffield United, you know, it's on paper... You know, it, it, they've not had a great a, a great season, but I, I've watched some of the performances, and they're a tough, tough nut to crack. Um, and they've you know, they, started they, it in a bit of form, haven't they? they? They certainly have. You know, I think I think Jack Yelka against the Rags was absolutely. He, he was a stalwart. He was he was brilliant. Um, I think I think if if, it, if I was Pep, I'd be looking at their goalkeeper. I thought, you know, I'd target him a little bit. I'd I'd, I'd be peppering him with plenty of shots. Um, but I, I can I can I can see us winning tomorrow. But I don't think it'll be as comfortable as the as the pundits would would predict. Would you go along with that, Alex? Actually, I can now remember that we won. We barely won last time we played them. So. Yeah, that could be the reason why we could struggle a bit, but I'm still expecting better than one nil, to be honest. And, yeah, well, that, that's that's what we that's what we beat them at Bramall Lane, and you and you are right. It, it was a tough old game that it always is against Sheffield United. You know, we've we've beaten by plenty in the past, but it, it has flattered us a bit. But yeah, if they had to nail it to the mast, I would go for three one tomorrow. With with. Um, 
Sterling needs a goal, I'll, I'll bang Sterling down for first goal. Thoughts? Um, I would go for 3 0, to be honest. I think our defense is just too good. Can't see us conceding. Um, we are clean sheet FC at the moment, so 3 0 for me. 3 0, 3 0 for you. So. I'm right. I'm writing these down so I can I, I can remind everybody tomorrow. I'm going for three one. Who's your first goal, Alex? Oh, um, I would like to. Um, I would like Jesus to score the first goal, but that probably won't happen. So um, let's go I, with Raheem Sterling. So that's two for Raheem Sterling. Me, me, and yourself. And Marie, predictions. Oh, um, I tend to always stick with three-one, but I don't. Yeah. I, I actually am not sure whether I do see us conceding a goal with Diaz and Stones in the team. So maybe go for three-nil, and. Come on, Anne Marie. Oh, Maris, what, did you four? say them? No, I didn't. Not a chance. <laughs> I'm going to go 3 0 and Foden to score first. Foden. Good one. That's, Good not, that's not a bad shout, that. Neil. 4 0 Foden first goal. So, that, so far it's 2 for Foden and 2 for Raheem Sterling. Mike, have you rejoined us? No, but he can hear us <laughs> and he reckons 2 0 and Cancelo he to score the first goal. I might actually have a flutter at some of these as well tomorrow. Cancelo. So we've we've had our predicted lineups. We've had we've had our score predictions. Um, all's good. We I, I think we just need to you know carry on the the way we're going because we are starting to send them shot waves again. You know through through the Premier League and we've still got that. We you know we we top of the league. We've you know by a point. We've still got a game in hand, although you know we've got to win the game in hand. But it's it's standing us in good stead for for the next what six six games. You know, by the time we've met, you know, Liverpool and United, I, th I think we sh we will be in a, a very very good position. I think we will pull away. Uh, Neil, how do you see the next what six games going? I think we'll just sort of carry on the way we are and and. and keep this this run going i think what's what's really promising and i think you know you, you asked earlier what what our sort of opposition are, are worried about I, th I think what they're going to be worried about is the fact that we can rotate our squad and we can you know we can bring three players out and another three players in and, and we're still getting results whereas when you look at the likes of liverpool and united whenever they start rotating the squad that's when they drop points because you know the backups just aren't good enough. So so that's after after, after so after promising. So after after tomorrow's match, Neil, we've got Liverpool away, Spurs yeah. at home, uh, yeah. then we've got Munch and Glad back in the in the Champions League, and then we've got we've got United at home, then we've got Glad back uh, at home, and then we've got Leicester away. Now those. Those fixtures alone. We've got Swansea in there uh, as well, haven't we, in the cup? Yeah, uh, 
yeah, we've got Swansea in the cup. But th those games, like Sheffield after Sheffield United tomorrow, and that, and that don't mean to say I, t I take for granted the three points, but Liverpool, Spurs, United, and Leicester. If we if we can get through you know through them games unscathed, if if we can start put you know getting the results and pulling away from them teams, I, I think that's that they're the defining moments in our season. Yeah, would you I, go I, along I, with that? I, I would. Yeah, I think it's it, you know it's it's the run that's going to not decide where we end up, but it's going to play a key part in where we end up at the end of the season. But the form we're in, you know, I'm, I'm not saying we're gonna we're gonna win every game, but I can't see us um, sort of losing many games. I think I, th I think we'll, um, we'll we'll keep up the good run and, and barring anything, you know, you know, bad luck or bad refereeing, we'll get results that we need. Yeah. So so if we can get through them in in the next, you know, because obviously after Sheffield United, we we should be beating Burnley. We should be beating Burnley away, uh, for taking away the, the the you know the cup matches. Arsenal, I consider that an an okay. Uh, yeah, so Arsenal, I, we we always seem to do well at Arsenal. So there's a there's a cluster of games there where it it will make or break us. Um, and, and Marie, if if you could predict the next six results, you know, out of Sheffield United, uh, Burnley. Liverpool, Spurs, and Arsenal. Where, where would you see us in the league table after those games? Top. I think I think I, we yeah. might actually. I'm confident enough to say here and now that we'll win at Anfield next week. Oh, would that's you good. I would agree. Well, oh, Michael, Michael, Michael's woke well up. Woken up. Uh, you've not missed us calling you, have you, Michael? Right. So, so predict. So we got your <laughs> prediction. Is that is that right, Mike? Two 0 Cancelo first goal. Well, yeah, because he... um, we've uh, the last three games of Sheffield United have been one nil, one nil, two nil. Um, so it's going to be a low-scoring match. Um, it's always been Sheffield United's problem scoring goals, but their defence has been immaculate last season or so but this season they have completely collapsed um, but because we're not playing with any strikers I still I'm gonna go with 2-0 I've, I've already got I've already got I've already got you down for that now Mike it's set, that one is set in John Stones that one yes. <laughs> <laughs> so so finally Neil after those six fixtures, what what I mentioned, where can where can can you visualise us being? Top. Very very confident here, guys. Alex. Ask me ask, ask me next week. <laughs> Alex. Um, I, I I won't be controversial. <laughs> I still think. <laughs> I still think top of the league. Um, I'm just curious. Um, about you know the second place will we be you know uh, many points ahead or will it still be a, a tight race what do you think 
I th I think if we get three points tomorrow, three points against Burnley away, I think with the, all the other our, our rivals, I think in the next two games they will drop points because all those you know Spurs was absolutely shocking last night. Um, and I didn't think Liverpool was fantastic. I thought Spurs' defence was absolutely all over the show. Other teams who will be playing Liverpool will go... There's, there's no fear against Liverpool now, especially, you know, at Anfield uh, or, or when Liverpool play away from home. So that they're seeing a little bit of what we've been through over the past few seasons. But I, I can see us... The next two games, uh, I can see us being about... Five points clear at the top. What do you th what do what, what do you think, Neil? Yeah, I can see us extending it. You know, four, five, six points. Um, I think we've got to bear in mind as well. We still got the Everton game to squeeze in, and I, I might be wrong, but I think there's some free midweeks coming up over the next few weeks. So it wouldn't surprise me if they squeeze the Everton game in there as well. Um, and get a win there and, and win that game in hand and, and we could be looking at, at quite a healthy gap at the top yeah to totally agree well guys uh, we, we've, all, we've all had a, our first stab at a podcast you know it will be more structured you know f for ep episode 2 it's been an, as, as always when, when, when we speak when we're not doing a podcast it's absolutely a joy you know just speaking about the club what we love and I think we will discuss um, a couple of things on the next podcast, like uh, maybe individual players where where we can see, you know, the future for them. You know, if it is at City or you know, you know, do they deserve new contracts, etc. So maybe we can discuss stuff like that in, in episode two. That will be yeah. a really interesting topic. That because. <laughs> Because we, we, all, we all have our favourite players and we all have our players we, we don't necessarily take to. So, you know, we'll, we'll find out what's what left on the contracts. Um, I've, I've no, no idea, Neil. So, guys, uh, th th thanks for joining <laughs> us. Um, th thanks for joining us and we'll, we'll do it again very, very shortly. Thanks, Andy. Take care, everybody. Cheers, Until next Cheers, time. Guys. Cheers, guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.